I tell you, the first time I, I sprayed it on in, I think it was BT's, and I was walking up Grafton Street. And I mean, I, I don't go to town very often. And I'm just going, I almost fancy me myself, you know. And that's <laughs> that's saying something, right? Okay, because that, I, you know, I can look. all you want. <laughs> I, I was looking at myself, you know, I can look at myself in the mirror and go, the stadium. Yes. <laughs> but this was just lost on legs. And welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro, and it's just me now. <laughs> this is episode one of season four of our little beauty pod, and I am so thrilled to be back, even if we're not back in the studio just yet and still on dreaded Zoom. Longtime listeners will remember my former co-host and deputy editor, Valerie Loftus, who sadly left us in January to go work in the big bad tech world. Um, and our digital editor, Denise, then joined me for a few episodes last spring, but she's now helming our fantastic new podcast. So if you haven't checked it out, The Skim is a weekly pop culture podcast where they discuss everything from Hollywood to Housewives to TikTok to everything that's on your pop culture radar. So yes, Denise is now a very busy bee and here I am on my Oneo coming to you every fortnight. But I'm actually not on my own, because I'm joined as usual by a fantastic guest to chat all things beauty. So this week's uh, victim, I mean guest, is a titan of Irish publishing. (laughs) She's the author of over 20 novels and several other collections of stories. She's a former journalist herself and she used that voice and savvy to speak to millions of women around the world with her gorgeous, relatable books. She's also the mother of twin teenage boys and three dogs and absolutely super glam at the same time. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome the wonderful Kathy Kelly. Hello, Vicky. How are you, darling? Welcome. I'm great. How are you? I am fabulous. Yes, I am. I, do you know what? I even did clam up a bit today. I mean, I'm wearing lippy and everything. And I, <laughs> I dyed my eyelashes the other night. You know, you've just, you know, got to oh be able God, to dye your eyelashes. I know. But like, you know, just getting an appointment at everything. And, and I'm I very know. good at doing my own eyelashes. So, you know. Well, I, I have to say I did not clam up for today's recording. I am a sweaty mess with frizzy hair because, you know, lockdown. I, do not I, to, I have to that. get back into everything now. It, isn't it strange? As we record, everything is just kind of starting to open back up and you can eat outside and, and oh go to pubs and all of that, isn't it? Isn't it odd, though? Do you find that? It is odd because, you know, I had to go. I actually, today I had my uh, second vaccine and oh, I'm sitting in the car before. I know, totally. Yay. Before I went in, thank you. I was putting on lipstick and, and I was going, oh my God, I'm putting on lipstick. And I had some Clarence oil lipstick, you know, that you, you know, one of those oh, oily yeah. I love that. And I'm putting it on and I'm thinking, why am I doing this? Because I've been wearing a mask. But I was just so excited. I was going, I can put on my lipstick and no one's going to see. There's going to be on the inside of my mask. But um, I still put on lipstick because it, it just lifts you, doesn't it? And, it does. And it Absolutely. Like when I have a face on, nails. I have a face on. Like I, I can't kind of go half as as regular listeners will go. Will know I'm a, I'm an all or nothing kind of gal. So yeah, I'll be like lip lined, lip glossed, the mask oh. sticking to me like an Egypt. Baby, but yeah, no, it's part of the you know of it all. It's part of the thing. It's part of our armor. Yeah. You know that when you like ancient warriors wore wood <laughs> and everything, you can see why it's like, okay, I'm putting on my war paint now, baby. I'm, oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm getting well, out you're there. the perfect guest for the glow up. I'm <laughs> thrilled to have you. So Thank what you. Have you, besides writing so many books, what have you been up to in lockdown? Was it was a kind of an opportunity to write more or are you kind of used to the solitude of, of being an author? 
Well, you know, it's so, it was actually really weird because I was writing a book when lockdown happened and it so freaked me out. I think a lot of, you know, yeah. creative people, a lot of all of us, basically, we all felt, I think, scared. It's the unknown, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, that concept that we're we're in charge of our own lives and suddenly something comes along and, and we're not in charge of our and own you're lives. Not. That's yeah. really scary. So I think for the beginning, I was very anxious and, you know, I wasn't writing. And then I began to get into the panic of, I'm not writing, there will be no yeah. money and I won't get paid. Because obviously if I don't write, I don't get paid. So yep. um, I went, okay, I better do some work. So I, I pushed pushed past that and, and I came out with um, the book Other Women, which came out um, a couple of months ago and it's done really well. And, and I'm now writing another book. So it's I have wow. trained myself in, in, in lockdown to to work. But um, I haven't trained so myself this... to tidy up, though. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't I don't think that will ever happen. Is no. this what you're working on now? Novel number 22? It's novel number 23, believe it or not. Three? Um, other women wow. was 22. I know. Look, don't, God, don't ask me. It is a workhorse. I don't know. It's still a complete surprise to me. And every time I'm, <laughs> I'm beginning when I'm going, I'm a moron, I'm a moron, I'm a moron. Why did I think I could do this? You know, I, I, is that a very female thing? I think it's a really female so. thing. I think so. And a very Irish thing as well. Yes, like I know. We had the wonderful Marion Keys on a couple of seasons ago and she's my, my hero. And I she's know. the exact same. She's oh, exactly she, the same. She thinks everything she writes is complete shite and that people are going to find out she's a fraud. And completely. Stop yeah. Completely. I mean, you know, I'm really good friends with Marion and she's such an angel and she'll send me stuff angel. and she'll go, this is just, she said, I don't know about this. And you read it and you'll go, this is fabulous. Genius. Don't yeah. change the word. You're mad <laughs> or walking. Oh, she's wonderful. An angel. Do you know what? I, I tried to to dabble with fiction in lockdown because I was like this is your chance you know you're working from home editing a magazine is is very different in lockdown because you know you've no structure you've no meetings you know half very the job difficult. of being a journalist is meeting people yes know? I know I um, know that one so yeah we'll get to that so it was all very quiet and I said to myself I'm going to start writing but I really struggled with it. And I always thought, you know, I'm, I'm 35. I know you started writing when you were 30 and Mariam was the same. So I think I always had that in my head that like early 30s is a good time to start. But it just wasn't a very fruitful time creatively, like nothing was happening. And I, I found it really tough, I have to say. So I'm full of admiration for authors now, even more so than before. I do think lockdown was a very difficult time because we were all pressurising ourselves to do totally. something with this time, right? And it was very hard just functioning so do not give up yet Vicky I mean honestly darling it, I think you know as someone who's been writing professionally for 30 years it was impossible to write I found it almost yeah. impossible to write so you know and that's my day job that's what I do yeah. so and it is so different yeah. from journalism so you're juggling the two I mean I wrote my first three novels and I did work in journalism but I wasn't editing a magazine I was you know I was just an ordinary you know Joe Soap within a newspaper so you've got a lot going on there and I, I think we were terrible like you said at cutting ourselves some slack and just being yeah. like you've got this it's fine because yeah I was trying to do it all you know? yeah you're trying to do it all you have exactly. a full-time job you have to tell yourself that but yeah. tell me about your time as a journalist so you were in the Sunday world I was in the Sunday world I am um, I joined when I was 20 and I was oh, 14 years I do you know I'm so bad on time and my my brain is <laughs> has a problem with numbers basically and um, I was there for 14 years I was hired as a news reporter with lovely Paul Williams we were hired together oh wow and, um, I know and I don't Mr. think Mr. Crime Mr. Crime <laughs> um oh he's a pet I I don't think I was a very good news reporter really so but for years I just thought I was a bad reporter 
reporter and I loved the writing part of it, but I was never yeah. very good at being, you've got to have a certain toughness in you, do. you which I... And I, I, I've never worked in news and I, I'm so oh. glad because it's the yeah. only thing I haven't done. I've even dabbled in sport, but not... Oh my news. God, did you do sport? I never I got to do rugby. sport. Yeah, I did oh a bit of rugby. And now in fairness, it was editing like a rugby magazine for the Indo. So it was... It was not It was the lifestyle side of things, but I still had to know what's what, you know, I had to know what a, a hooker and a winger were and all, all the rest of it. But yeah, news, I'd be terrible like, like knocking on people's doors and, oh. and asking politicians questions. Oh my God, I'd be like, sorry, are you okay? Um, do you mind? You know, this you have to have a certain temperament. Yeah. You do. I was driving um, through Ranelagh the other day and I had someone in the car with me. And um, do you remember? Well, you don't remember, but Paul wrote a book about it and there was a film about it called The General. And it was this sort oh, of crime. Oh, I remember it well. Yeah, crime crime lord and he was he was shot but he was supposed to be very very dangerous and I remember uh, the news editor once sent me and a photographer down to talk to him about his pigeons I'll never forget so I was driving because he was Randall. supposed to be very affable wasn't he, he was, well, uh, yeah, like, well uh, yes in, in between nailing people's hands to yes, pool, pool tables go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we were terrified and I, I was driving through Randall and I said oh my goodness he, he lives down there and I was pointing in the direction and I just had this vision of me and a photographer being sent to talk to him and we were absolutely <laughs> terrified and I kept thinking oh, please let mad. him not be there and he wasn't there oh my god I was <laughs> Delirious. Well, if he was there, he didn't come out. Right. I would have been no good. I mean, all those things. Though, there are so many amazing crime reporters, and they are just phenomenal. But yeah, I was bad at it. So I, I segued <laughs> into features and writing about people, which is really what I've what I've always loved writing about people. And along the way, I was a film critic, and I was the agony aunt, and yet again, more people. And um, I even did a teeny weeny bit of fashion, but, you know, not very much because it's, it's I don't think it's my area of expertise, as, as anyone right. who knows me will say. You're more of a, a you're more of a beauty gal, right? I am such a beauty gal. I'm telling yeah, same you, as I me. just, yeah. Same. And a jewellery. Oh, my God. Jewellery. Like, accessories. you know, costume, yeah, I love, accessories. Yeah. Costume love jewelry. all of that. Show me a big, enormous necklace from a Berber <laughs> tribe somewhere and I'm there. You're there. Statement piece. I love oh, this. Statement piece. Oh, it sounds like we've had pretty similar careers in in the journalism side of things. Yeah. Like I, I started out and well, I actually started out in Stellar when I was just born many years. Well, not many years ago, 14 years ago. And then I went into the Independent. So I had that kind of newspaper yeah. uh, go of it. And, and it is like a job like no other. But I often feel like I miss the glory years of it. <laughs> now I'm sure you feel differently because you lived, you know, the, I, the few years before. But like I got into it just as, you know, social media. Yeah, and the internet were really taken over and, and you know budgets were slashed and all that oh I mean there were years when it was phenomenal there was money yeah. flying around all over the place and there were big trips and people would be yes. sent you know the, like at half the newsroom would go off on a trip somewhere and it was it was amazing um, and yeah. but yeah still very very hard I mean it is it is a hard world I'm always when people say they want to get into journalism now I'm going oh I don't know. It's very, <laughs> very difficult and you've got to be it's very tough. dedicated and, you know, it, it's and it's changing yeah. so much. So much. And you have to be with it so much. You have to be up to the minute. You have to be like the one thing I refuse to do now is go on TikTok. Oh, the younger girls in the office report back about TikTok for me because it's just a bridge too far. I'll lose my life to it, you know. Oh, no. Like but learning dance. You would totally lose your life to all these things. <laughs> I mean, if you if you kept at it. Um, 
what was going to say. No, I haven't done TikTok. I do. I love Instagram. I, you know, and if I'm sitting anywhere for any length of time, like when I was waiting after my, my vaccine today, I mean, really right. the hours. I like it when I get that thing that says, you know, you spend X amount of time on oh. your phone this week. I'm going, go I've away. switch that off. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh, can you switch that me. off? Well, oh, you good. can make it, ju- it can tell you just once a week. It'll say like your screen time is up, you know, 5% uh, or down 11%. I'm like, right. Need to some know. people have it switched on like apps being like, okay, you've been on Instagram for an hour, no more. Like oh, that would absolutely rot me. I couldn't deal with that duh. at all. I know because yeah. you go down the rabbit hole of looking at mad stuff and then suddenly you're looking at pictures of, you know, bush babies and, you know, climbing yeah. out of crates and you're going, what's wrong with yeah. me? Yeah, friendly capybaras making friends with other yes, animals. Yes, yeah, I totally yes. get it. Oh. <laughs> so did you ever dabble in the magazine arts or was it just a straight road kind of from, yeah, newspapers to, to writing? I never did. And I always wanted to work in magazines. That was my thing because I love yeah. magazines so much. And I used to think I'd be so good in magazines. I'd have loved you it. Would. Oh, <laughs> it would have been my thing. I mean, writing relationship features, yeah. interviewing people and there being no horrible, hard questions. And oh, God, I would have loved it. It that is was pretty I, nice, I have to say. <laughs> my my first ever book featured someone who worked um, in, a, she was deputy editor of a magazine. So there you go. That was fulfillment. Wow. I've go. read, yeah, I've read all your books at some have stage you read or all other. My work? Oh my yes, God. I absolutely have. Yourself, and Marion and Maeve Finch oh. are my three oh. Irish icons of literature. Thank you. I'm honoured. <laughs> Forget I'm James honored, Joyce darling. and Bloomsday. I'm all about the girlos. Um, but yeah, like you. Marion had a book, Sushi for Beginners, yes. about a magazine. So I remember reading that when I was a teenager and being like, this is it for me. This is what oh I'm going to do. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty amazing really that was so incredible I remember reading Sushi and going oh that's fabulous yeah, that is yeah, yeah. just it had it all completely amazing and a total excitement to that I loved that yeah no, so how that, did you get into the fiction then how did it go from journalism to to writing stories and that weren't necessarily real I always wanted to but I didn't think I could and I didn't have the confidence and you know where was I going to get the time or whatever and uh you know, in my first of all, when I was in journalism college, mom and I decided we would write a Mills and Boone. Don't laugh. And we wow. had a really useful golf, useless golf ball typewriter that was secondhand. So I would go to college and I had learned how to type and she'd write longhand. And, you know, I'd come home and she'd have written, you know, heroin goes into room and in brackets, describe room. So I was supposed to <laughs> A, type it up and B, describe the room. So it went nowhere. Right. I love and, that though. God, it was hysterical. <laughs> and we used to have great laughs because mum is very funny and she, um, her handwriting is nearly as bad as mine. So, mm. um, you know, I was going, why does this say? And we, we had a heroine who worked in a hotel and you know, who ran a hotel and neither of us had ever run a hotel and you damn all about running a hotel. But anyway, little research wouldn't have helped, wouldn't have, you know, hindered us. So we abandoned that. And then um, I tried another what they call clogs and shawl novel when I was about 21 because somebody said that a publisher was looking for this. And I thought, OK, I'll try that. And, you know, this wasn't the sort of book I read. This would be like, you know, right. going to America and, you know, and coffin ship sort of thing. Yeah. And it was it was dark and it was depressing. I would never have read those sort of books. So um, finally, I don't know, I was about 27 and I just thought I'm just going to write the sort of book I'd like to read. And literally that was it. It was like not thinking of who was going to read it, not thinking of critics, just sort of thing I'd like to read. And it went from there and I got published and it went to only in Ireland, went to number one for eight weeks. And I was sort of started. But I I mean, I got no money then. So I, you know, took me a couple of books to get any money. 
um, I was brought out by a UK publisher. And um, after three books, I, I stopped working full time. And I am. Um, yeah, that was it. I've been a full time writer ever since. Oh, my God. Wow, it's incredible. And do you ever find it lonely? Because that's one thing that I've always thought, wondered. And um, do you know what? It probably was for a while, but then you build up this, you've got this network of writer friends and, right. uh, you know, that you could, you're talking to or you're emailing with. And then when my boys came along, I was, you know, doing sort of the mom thing, which is just like, to me, it's my main job. I was thinking, you know, mom first. Yeah. Um, and suddenly you have a whole load of new friends to do with school and play. So literally it's just, there's no, there's no time for anything. And besides which I can talk to anyone. So if I go to Tesco's, I'm talking to, you know, (laughs) all the people, like I know half the people on the tills. Do you know what I mean? That's the way I am. The boys hate going down to Enniscary with me because I I know everyone in Enniscary and it takes half an hour. Although I can't go down to Enniscary. I can't go down. Paradise at the moment in Enniscary. It's so cute. It's gorgeous, yeah. It's completely gorgeous. I wish they'd just leave it like that. It's adorable. Yeah, forever. And have you had any McDreamy sightings? No, I haven't. It's disgraceful. I mean, myself and the ladies in the <laughs> chemist, I was saying, <laughs> will you tell me now if he appears? Do you know? Um, but uh, no, nobody's wrong me so hard. And I'm literally, I'm a mile from the village. I could run. I could run down. Just, you know. <laughs> it's so funny because everyone is mad for McDreamy and for Amy Adams. And I'd love to meet them too. But the two people that I'd be most interested in, well, one would be Idina Menzel, who, oh, Oh, I yes. don't know why she's in this one because the last one she became a cartoon lady so I don't yes. really, I'm interested to see but I love her and then oh. Alan Menken who writes all the amazing songs oh. but I don't think he's actually here probably sadly not. I'm oh. a bit of a weirdo about musicals so I emailed the Disney press office and was like right if Alan Menken comes anywhere near Ireland I need to meet him because every time of a few wines on a Friday you know we end up singing a lot well oh. I end up singing along to Alan's you know but wonderful songs it's amazing do you know a, a, a a dear friend of mine is is the gorgeous Trish Long who runs oh, Buena Vista here. I love Trish. Isn't she? Yeah, just she most lives amazing. In the, she lives near me. She lives she, in Stony Batter. She's the near most me, so. amazing woman. And one of those real womany things. We we just clicked a, a million yeah. years ago because we both turned up at an event wearing the same pinstripe suit, which we had yes. bought in a reasonably <laughs> not expensive place. And we just bonded. The two of us looked at each other and we just that. burst out laughing. You know, like we were just... Oh, come on, Trish, hook me up with Alan Menken. No one else oh, wants yeah. to meet him except me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but he's yeah, amazing. Uh, oh, he's amazing. And yeah, and scary looks amazing. I was in Greystones not so long <gasps> ago and I, I happened across one of the carriages oh, from Disenchanted. Oh, so oh. I was thrilled with myself. I got a selfie with it. But uh, no people, sadly. I would like to... I'd like a McDreamy sighting, just, just to say. I know, know, it should be quite nice. And I love Amy Adams. Oh, my goodness. Love her. She's just superb. I don't know. We'll it's going forgive to be... her for that terrible film. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, but Wild it's a, Mountain Irish... Time. Wild Mountain no, it was time. before that. It was, it was Leap Year. Leap, oh, Leap Year. Year. It's about it. 10 years old. Yeah, and it's utterly dreadful. She comes to, uh, to yes. Ireland from Wales on the train. But we'll forgive her because, you know, but you must someone be very didn't tell difficult. her. It must be difficult it's to choose, do you know, like how, <laughs> yeah. like when you see it, how do you know? I think that must yeah. be the really hard thing. You're going, I'm a bit broke, I have to pay a tax bill. Oh, should this thing come along? <laughs> I mean, it must be a nightmare. Just oh, totally. And I'd say they were coveting her because she she is the typical Irish looking girdle, you know. Oh, she's, she's a Colleen. So yeah. Colleen, so I'd say I know. That's yeah. something you can't resist. But have any of your books ever been optioned or Sad, adapted? Well, once one was optioned and I said nothing to no, to nobody because I had this stra- strange feeling in me waters about it. <laughs> and it turned out I was dead right because um, this 
very eccentric gentleman was going to make a film out of it. And it turned out to be, I don't know, I think it was a figment of his imagination, the financing and everything. So I was very glad I didn't tell people about it and right. it never happened. But, but you still get a check, right? That's good. No, 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 I didn't oh, get a don't. check. It, it, was, it, oh. it was a sort of a... a free sort of six month option thing I know no check I listen I wouldn't have minded I said you can take the whole yeah, thing you can take the them checks, all yeah. love take <laughs> them all but no but no so I That's don't a shame I should look do you know what I am so blessed I mean Vicky literally I have you know my beautiful sons my beautiful dogs I'm I'm healthy I've got my vaccine you know my family are well I I have a job that I love that's doing well I mean genie macaroni you couldn't ask for more it's okay true. Right. You, you're you're a lucky one but at the yeah. same time you know there's a dearth of brilliant rom-coms in movies at the moment that I would love to see. There's, I know. there's a lack of films for women you know the, back in the day the, we used to have our own genre now it was meant in a derogatory fashion but you know like I'd like to see more films about the women's experience because there just aren't that many anymore unless it's a very serious drama you know no absolutely it's like when um, Netflix did Virgin River and um, I mean that was so huge and that writer um oh god her name is going against me now um but I've I've read those books and they were great and they're they're certainly different the Virgin River ones they're slightly different in the way they come out but you know phenomenal and she has written Robin Carr that's it she has written shed loads and it's basically, I think, sort of at some point there was such a lack of content and people totally, like Netflix yeah. are going, oh, my God, OK, let's start giving people what is actually selling. So want. I think yeah. perhaps the tide is going to turn. But um, so I, I need to get my, my brain around this. I need to write more filmically. But um, you can flex your Mills and Boone muscles as well. Flex could, my Mills and Boone muscles, A Mills baby. and Boone network. I'd watch that. <gasps> I don't know about you. Oh, my God, completely. Oh, no, I love anything that that's that's gentle and lovely and makes me happy Same. you know what I just yeah I just want him to be happy or Bridgerton oh, oh I was about to say Bridgerton yeah it's, yes. it's brilliant I have a list in my phone of films for when I'm sad or premenstrual yes. or oh, hungry totally. or hungover and my husband just knows he's like right do you want to look at your list because he just knows that sometimes I just need to watch you've got mail or oh, you know God. when Harry totally. met something by Nora Ephron or just or something by Nancy Myers just I just oh. need to go into my world where everywhere everyone has nice cashmere jumpers and lovely yes. Spanish style houses you know beautiful so. beautiful no I agree with you completely and the funny stuff are there you need to have a sort of a you know Derry girls moment or a modern family yes. and then when I want when I want to really get tough you know I can I can put on Terminator 2 or the new Terminator with <laughs> Linda Hamilton or yes, Aliens where Ripley gets to come down in her vest and everything and shoot everything I like those ones they can be great like you know you go, yes, yes I yeah, agree I like that I think we need more female revenge movies too I'm Oh my god, let's write one. I know I have been been, I've been thinking about that one. That is on my list. I love it. So let's talk beauty then, because of course <gasps> the Glow Up is a beauty podcast. So uh, you are a glam gal. We've already established that. Um, have you always been more into beauty than fashion, or is it, have they kind of gone hand in hand over time, or changed at all? Well, do you know, I, I've always loved clothes, but I'm never brilliant at putting things together. I didn't have enough confidence, right? I, I sort of had total body issues and I was like, oh my God, I look horrible in this. I'm very small, I'm five foot. So if I put on a pound, you know, it looks like about eight pounds. So I I, I get terribly, you know, freaked out. Um, so, I, you know, I have this sort of look that works for me now, which is yeah. sort of boho, chic and jeans and flat. I got a, I've got a pair of Converse sort of platformy, 
Converse the other day, yes. white ones, and it's, it, you know, it, it's cool and with my big chunky rings, and and I like that. You know what works. Yeah. You know what works for me, but um, beauty wise, I've always adored it. I mean, I you know I used to do art, and I was the person you know when the kids were younger, I would do all the makeup in the school plays and stuff like oh, that. So that. I'm really really into it, like literally since I was fourteen. So um, yeah, I think my you know my makeup basics are always my my shadows are always mac i'm big mac fan because you write the little round ones little round ones you get the big yeah. pigment there and that works so well and that's and absolutely... what's your kind of daily mac eyeshadow what one would you go for oh god i'm looking at this this one is almost this one is i think patina and i have another one which is a sort of a shimmery there used to be a shroom one and then i get yes, a really I love shroom shroom is yes. great and i love actually i love their um it's a pro uh, it's an eyeliner pro pencil and I have uh, oily eyelashes so you've really got it like this really stays you know what I mean because right. like if you've oily eyelashes it's great for your skin it keeps your skin young looking it but, does yes, you know I'm the same. <laughs> everything goes down which is why I I don't use a lot of mascara I'm much more likely to because it just ends up by panda eyes like four hours later although so you just tint them I just tint them yeah although I got a beautiful Clarence thing recently which is the, the this you know fix um spray fix which is the little the colorful <gasps> one it's really pretty oh yeah it's their it's new summer collection so beautiful that is honestly i just completely love that that is amazing and they do work i was very skeptical yes. at first when setting sprays come out because i was like oh it's no. just like spraying hairspray on your face like people used to back in oh, the no, day it works or, it actually works, especially with masks. Like it does, it won't keep your red lipstick flawless, but it'll keep something in place. It will. Um, so that's Clarence one. I haven't actually tried it, but it looks so pretty. And I love the smell of Clarence stuff. Oh, I love so the I smell. So I do want to give that a whirl, yeah. Anything, Clarence. But my my basic, my first beauty basic is I had um, a malignant melanoma removed when I was oh, 30. So my first beauty, beauty basic is always a factor 50, literally factor 50. Right. So I generally use La Roche-Posay, uh, 50 plus. Gorgeous. Uh, I, you can get tinted ones, but because I'm quite pale, unless I'm fake tanning it. Um, I just always use, pinkish, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I always use a, a, a I always use that and I bl- slather that all over me. But I, and I, I now have, um, I just have pigmenty problems. So I now have vitiligo. So I've got a, uh, I have to put on, you know, factor 50 a couple of times a day. So lesson out there. So the people, sun, it, yeah, it does the sun help. makes everything worse. So, I know. So just I've, still bake themselves. And I know the temptation is there when, you know, it's sunny outside oh, and you're just like, oh, it's Ireland. We see it so rarely. But I Jesus, know. the damage, like it's, damage. Uh, you obviously know you've you've had a, a yeah. really bad run of it with it. But like even for things like pigmentation and just getting oh. elder looking, looking like now handbag, it's the worst. Oh, look. So, yes. Like I used to, we used to go down to Spain a lot and you'd see people People, you know, walking along the seafront in the Costa del Sol and like you would see people who with, with a Caucasian skin who they looked like, mm. you know, a very, very old dark brown handbag. Yes. And you would go, you know, you were <laughs> going to a look. rash or a bacon. The other, yes, the other yes, Irish it, people. The rash or a bacon. Completely. <laughs> You're just going to be destroyed. So, um, so I love that. And then I love body oils. And this is, Ooh. you know, so I don't know how much the Athelios is. But it's about 21 quid that. So it's not too bad. Um, this now I love this because this is low maintenance, right? You can put this on in the shower. It's Palmer's coconut oil formula, so it's co- gorgeous. Like, so literally, like you're in the, the shower. makers of cocoa butter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you just you're in the shower, you spray it on, you rub it on you, and you're you're moisturized, which is just. 
fabulous. I love that because I love skipping a step. This is my oh, new favorite thing. Totally. I, I, this is why I love gradual tanning moisturizers <gasps> because you yes. don't have to do your whole fake tan. I love that. And I, I recently actually, just as an aside, I was away at the weekend and I brought, I get sent lovely things to try as a beauty journalist, which is great. But fabulous. I brought, I just grabbed one of them and put it in my bag and it was, it's a Kiss eyeliner um, pen, oh. but it has glue in it. <gasps> so you don't need to use glue to stick your eyelashes on. And I was very skeptical because I'd tried a couple before that just did not work. Um, so I put it on, expecting it to be, you know, really like wishy-washy. It was as black as they come, gave me a fabulous wing. And then I just literally held my eyelash to my lid and it was done. There was oh no flopping God. around. Seriously. That is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I love so it. If you like a lash, then oh, I would I, really recommend that because I like a lash and, and a flick. So oh, no, I like a lash ideal. and a flick. It's just getting yeah. the flick, getting the flick that doesn't work. And what fake tan are you using? I have every fake tan known to man. I have every one as well. Yeah, okay. so again, yeah. it's, it's, you know, part of the part of the job. But the one that I kind of go back to religiously is the Saint Tropez Gradual. It's in a white Ooh, yeah. bottle. It smells yeah. like clean, clean cotton when you put it on. So I don't mind getting out of the shower and lashing that on. And then it does develop over the day. It's tiny scent but like when you have your shower the next morning it's gone and you're lovely and brown and oh. moisturised so oh, I'm no, big into that that's what you know yeah, I must try that it is I, good. I've been doing and the dove summer as well I've been doing the, the dove, dove. The gradual dove yeah so that's yeah the a mousse or the cream the cream is the mousse better right. should I try the mousse I haven't tried the mousse uh, people do rave about it though see the thing I find these days these days some people that rave about stuff they're doing it because they're you know a brand ambassador or it's a sponsored right, post so I'm like you. I don't know what to, what to believe but uh, I yeah, know I, exactly I, I've heard good things about that mousse I do need to give it a go because dove was the like OG tanner oh. uh, gradual tanner they were the first, oh, they were the first. to do this yeah. Oh, I mean, but I've yeah, seen Saint Tropez, Bondi Sands. Oh, they'd be some oh there's so many beautiful so ones many. out there. No, like, I'm, I'm 20 years ago, the there were none. Oh, shit, there was yeah, nothing. Oh there was yeah. nothing 20 years ago. <laughs> there was fake bake. Do you remember fake bake? And that fake, was good. That was expensive. It made me green, though. There, some, some, oh. Yeah, I used to go green. I had I had spray tans a few times and I, and I kept going, I'm a bit green. I wonder what it is. And someone <laughs> says, yeah, you whatever you have in your skin, it ain't working. So Yeah, yeah. you see, nowadays they're so sophisticated. They've gold undertones okay let's see what else do i have that is okay now this this is a dear thing right this is a dear thing and i'm saying this because i am 54 and i need the help right <laughs> so this is um biologique recherche now i, I oh, honestly yes i didn't believe in any of the shell out a lot of money i mean literally you know i was the sort of person who you know used to look at things and it said you know do not buy creme de la mer because you know oil of ole is as good well um, yeah i with yeah. creme de la mer i'd agree yeah exactly <laughs> biologic research is a different kind of brand it's a it's you know actives and it's treatment as opposed to just slapping yeah, something this on is your amazing face. so this is the um lotion p50 W and it's an exfoliant thing and you put it on at night and I have to say it's absolutely incredible I mean and I will use any decent moisturizer I mean at the moment I've got um oh what's that lovely rose uh day cream and I put that on from um what's it oh god what's his face Nooks, like? is it um, yes or yes um no dr dr hauschka rose day cream oh, which is lovely, yeah. so rich I sort of got it by accident, really. Um, and it's so rich. It's really, really nice. So I, I use that at night as well. But, you know, you lash a bit of this on. You put, you put it on your little cotton bud and you sort of dab it all over your face. And it really 
look, it's helping me with my 54-year-old skin that's pigmented. So it's the lotion P50. They have a few different types, but yours, yours is just lotion P50. Yeah, so it, it basically is total liquid. And I have this, I don't know, this costs like 100 quid or something. And it is, I have it ages and ages and ages, and it is still hassle. So you could There's have a it. few different ones. They've one. They've P50T. They've. P, I, I presume they're for different skin types or concerns. P50W. P50V. Yeah, P50W. So it is That's gentle the one exfoliating okay. and purifying lotion for face. Lotion for the face. Oh, I haven't actually tried it myself now. But every time I, I interview somebody, they're you know on the globe. They rave about this brand. So I need to. I'm I'm pretty much on the image skincare at the moment. But I'm always I'm a skincare whore. So I'm always uh, yeah. looking for. Oh no! For oh new no! Brands. Listen, I am I'm a skincare whore too. I mean, it's sort of like <laughs> you know I go everywhere and anywhere. I just like everything um the other thing i i'm a huge fan of um dr pawpaw any of those oh, things because they're, they're just so brilliant for like everything for your you know your cuticles i mean like i don't i couldn't even show you my nails at the moment i mean talk about low maintenance my god i think it's all the <laughs> scrubbing with you know oh it's uh, hand sanitizer and hand sanitizer and yeah. yeah and and never basically wearing gloves for any household task i just go oh let me at it you know i'll be i'll be in the garden I'll be <laughs> what's a household in. task <laughs> yeah well you know anything i remember once this is this is i'm, I'm de-glamorizing it now but i was saying to a friend of mine oh god you know one of the dogs had the runs this morning and i was cleaning shop and this friend doesn't have a dog in tree. Oh my God, I hope you're wearing gloves. And I was going, no, I mean, I said I was using kitchen roll and everything. So she's such a darling. And she, she, um, and I said, I washed my hands afterwards and everything. And she gave me long, um, you know, pink gloves with marabou oh, and pearls. So these were my gloves that I was supposed to wear. And even then, oh God, I, I couldn't love bring myself. They were just so cool. I just still have them just to look at them. That's so they're... funny. Because, yeah, I have two dogs and I never, yeah, you never yeah. think to do. You just well, you want to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's just sort this out here. Yeah, I, I am just too practical. It's terrible. But I love the Dr. Pawpaw. So I have a few, I have a few Dr. Pawpaw. I've just got the ointment, which I always have in my handbag for the old cuticles or for your lips or anything. And then I got Yeah, the, you can um, put it anywhere, can your elbows this is it and my sister Lucy she bought me this one it's the tinted peach pink balm and you can put it on your lips you can put it on your cheeks oh my god it's just gorgeous and it's and they have a hairspray as well now have you seen that it's like a protector spray yeah it's like a treatment treatment styling spray so you just spritz it in damp hair and it like protects and adds shine and does all those lovely pawpawy things so if you're into brand it's such a nice naturally sort of thing I I love naturally things says she with the very expensive things here um (laughs) I like to think I do but I I like a chemical I like a chemical chemical. although I, I I bought um before Christmas I bought a load of people this scrub at a local um farmer's market and then I've been making it myself a body scrub with sugar um oil and a little bit of essential oil and then you know you have it in the the shower oh my god it's fabulous for your feet there you go so Very just good. Like, I love, I love a, because when I used to work for Kiss Magazine, it was my job to come up with the, uh, you know, the homemade face masks and hair treatments. Oh. And I often wondered, like, were people ever actually doing them? <laughs> like, you know, putting avocado on your skin or banana in your hair or I've, beer I've never, in your hair. I've never, see, I've never done any of those ones. But although I think I did do lemon in my hair a million years ago, although now it's just covered in bleach. But the, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you get a lot of sugar and you get, you know, like you can buy like almond oil in the in the pharmacy now oh, lash in a bit of that and then lash in a bit of you know scented oil or lavender or whatever like I love essential oils grapefruit wow. any of them um 
and mush it all around a few times. And I'm telling you, it is the best scrub, especially on your feet or on your body. It's fabulous. I love that. Amazing. I'm going to give that a whirl. My husband will be like, you. what are you doing? No, I know. And he sees, he sees the big jar and he'll go, oh my God, she's lost it now. Um, now, because I am, you know, blue, I am, and, and I was sent this, so I, I'm going to make that point here. I'm not a brand ambassador, but um, I know a lovely Malaysian she sent me this. Um, the uh, Clarins Bronzing Compact. And this is, for someone like uh, with my skin tone, because I am a bit blue uh, and I have to, you know, try and warm myself up and just big brush. I got a lovely present um, when I was, oh God, it was when I was 50, I think. Uh, my brother and my sister, they gave me, um, oh gosh, what's her name? Lovely lady who does her, Charlotte Tilbury. They gave me Charlotte Tilbury oh, brush. Fabulous. I know. So She's I used, a queen. She is, isn't she? So I used the big brush and I, and I just blob this all over me and I sort of look healthy and tanned even when I haven't got fake tan on and it's fa- big fabulous yolk and I just it looks kind it. of watermelony doesn't it the new one it, it, it has kind like of a watermelony print yeah big it's really watermelon cute watermelon and it's so adorable <laughs> I just Clarence is fab all of their kind of special edition stuff at Christmas and in the summer I always look forward to because some brands have just kind of stopped doing that they kind of like the beauty industry has changed so much but Clarence you can always rely on to have a really cute little summer collection and a really glam Christmas collection but you know what I buy like for, for all the, the women in my life I always buy the Clarence sets and, and I literally I do I go down to the chemist which I can't go down to at the moment because the village is shut but I go down to <laughs> McGee's in the village and I just buy sets for the people I love because it's just it's just fabulous and it's, it's a great present to get yeah. great present and the sort of thing you'd like yourself like you know if someone oh, would yeah. do it and just tell me do you, do you have a signature scent oh <gasps> signature scent I sure do baby <laughs> um do you know what I I love I love scents and I recently discovered about a year ago by Rado and oh yes Oh, gorgeous. my God. Now, I'd never gone that dear. Like, literally, I had never gone that expensive in the perfume department, right? Literally never had. Up to then, I think the dearest thing I'd ever bought was Atelier Cologne, which I really liked their Neroli. They're fab. Yeah. They're beautiful. But um, anyway, I got put on to uh, Byredo and I smelt the, um, at the moment I have Rose Noir, but the one I had before that, which I can't wait to get into the shop now uh, and get it is the oud immortal oh. oh i love an oud I do, i'm oh. i'm not great with perfume i'm i'm pretty allergic but i love them anyway and i i love an oud especially on a man or a woman i just find it oh, so just, sexy I, it is the most delicious yeah. thing and it's all gone and i am just i can't wait to go into town i've been in town like literally since i don't know probably a year i cannot wait to get into town and to have a route have a route and to get Byredo Oud Immortal. I tell you, the first time I, I sprayed it on in, I think it was BT's, and I was walking up Grafton Street, and I mean, I, I don't go to town very often, and I'm just going, I almost fancy me myself, do you know? And that's <laughs> that's saying something, right? Okay, because that, I, you know, I can look... all you want. <laughs> I, I was looking at myself, you know, I can look at myself in the mirror and go, the stadium? Yes. <laughs> but this was just lust on legs. And I went, well, I... Isn't I, that what it's about? Like, that's oh what my... perfume is meant to do. It's meant to make you feel yourself. Oh, just... <laughs> and literally, well, if you yes, like. Yes, anyway, if you like, well, it, it'd be dangerous walking up Grafton Street doing but that. Look, if anyone is wondering it's in space nk um on grafton street and they had the 
the brand oh. and they have loads of gorgeous stuff. They have gorgeous candles and gorgeous hand creams. See, I love a candle because I can't spray oh, the perfume too close to my face. So I love a candle. Like my oh, house no, is ridiculous. I love, oh no, I, I'm, I'm a massive candle fan. Do you know TK Maxx is brilliant for that? Do you go into TK Maxx? for a candle, <gasps> yeah. I have to yeah. tell you, I went in the first time recently and I was like, where's all the little candles? I was like a maniac. <laughs> I'm out of candles. It's the kind of shop, isn't it, though? You have to grab, like, if oh, you, you see do. something. Because they have, sometimes they have, like, eyelash serums that are 200 oh, quid for 75 euro. And, like, yeah. and people oh be looking at you like you're insane, but I'd be, like, scrabbling for them. I know. So but it's that kind of place. No, I, I love it. And cashmere jumpers. Like you get a cashmere jumper <laughs> for 40 quid in TK Maxx and you'll have it for yeah. three years and it'll be brilliant as long as you mind it and wash it beautifully. And Absolutely. <gasps> I, Amazing. Big TK Maxx fan. That is my, that is so, my thing. Anyway. So tell me, if you're going on a big glam night out, right? Ooh, and you're, okay. say you're going out to dinner and yeah. you're going to be out for drinks and cocktails, like what is your make, what's your kind of go-to makeup look? Okay, go-to makeup look would be um, probably a reasonably nude lip. I, I'm brought up. I was sort of brought up with the you know if you're going to go heavy on the eyes, you go a bit nude on the right. lip. And I have big eyes, and I you know do the eyebrows, and I try and get a good flick in and a bit of fake you know a couple of fake lashes on the corners. Lovely. And I yeah. really go to town on the eyes. You know we are talking you know heavy he- rock star. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I go heavy on the eyes. And then, uh, you know, reasonably nude lip, but I like a nice, I like a sort of a that sexy gloss. And then I will be ooded out of my brain. And um, yeah, and I, <laughs> and I I try and sort of get a bit of the oil going down my décolletage because I think Ooh. that's, you know, sort of sexy. And then that's it. I'm not, I'm not much of a one for showing off the legs because us women who are five foot, well, me being five foot, I do not have the most beautiful legs in the planet. But um, <laughs> Yes, yeah, so the girl, I will, I will, you know, wear some sexy bra so that the girls are visible yes. while I still and have them, you know. You like a, a bit of volume, in, you like a bit of volume in the hair as well, don't you? You're, you're like oh, yeah. me in that regard. Yeah, yeah. like it, like a, a bit, bit of back combing, bit of back combing, and you know, all the. I'm very good doing my own hair. I mean, I, I went on the Late Late Show having done my own hair. Like, you know, I, I can. What's really... your tool? What's your go-to oh, kind of? Well, appliance? you know, a good. A good Parallax hairdryer. Once you have a good Parallax. That's my favourite as well. Yeah, yeah you, I have you, mine here looking at me. Yeah, you can <laughs> do anything with a good Parallax. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've been, well, I started dyeing my hair when I was 14. So that's, you know, 40 years ago. Now I go to <laughs> gorgeous Rosie in Brown Sugar in Black Rock. And she is just fantastic. Even though I was very bold and I did self-dye during the lockdown. Did you? I was having a slight breakdown. But um, <laughs> Rosie has forgiven me. And I was uh, too afraid. Honestly, I was too afraid of my <laughs> stylist, Jake, to do it because I, kn- I knew that he would kill me. He pulls no punches, this man. Oh, so, no. Yeah, Rosie just, and my... I'm, I'm brunette, but I, I could get away with it to a point. But yes, oh, fair no. play to you. <laughs> I know, no, Rosie is my friend. No, I actually texted her and I said, you're going to kill me, but I have to do this because I, I was depressing me. I have to say my hair going going that dark, I was going into a complete decline. And and you know what? I don't mean that to sound silly because like I, no, I do, I, I, you know, get very anxious and I can get depressed. And I think if you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, I'm horrible and I'm yourself. ugly yeah. and my hair is brown and it's supposed to be blonde. And, and in the very beginning, yeah. 
one? It, for, for me, it was the lack of hair because I get extensions. I get a full head of long <gasps> extensions because I oh have a pissy bit of hair. God. And when they came out, I have to say I was a bit depressed. Like I really was. I, I couldn't look at myself in the morning. You know, in the morning you get out yeah. for your wee. And yeah, I just no, couldn't look in the mirror. I was like, no, who's that? And then it's, I got a clip in to do me for, you oh. know, like if I was going somewhere to like, you know, th- those brief moments we could have barbecues last summer and stuff. Yes. I was wearing the clip in and it was horribly, well, it wasn't horribly uncomfortable. It just wasn't the same. I and, know. Yeah, it, no, you're, I totally get what you mean because it is depressing how, how you look and how you kind of identify yourself is so it's, important and we've never been in a situation where that was taken away from us before exactly. you know in this modern world yeah it's it's so important and look mental health is so vital and Absolutely. you know I think makeup and beauty they're a huge part of helping us you know be our full us I mean not everyone is into it and that's great but if you are into it it's a wonderful tool and, you know, you put on your, your eyebrows and you put on your gloss and it's like you put on your perfume and, you know, you put on your bit of jewellery and suddenly you're you. It's like if I paint yeah. my nails, I'm like, OK, I can write better today, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, I totally get that as, yeah. as a writer as well. Like yeah. if they look nice, I'll sit at the typewriter longer. That's it's yeah. pathetic. Well, everyone has their thing, you know. So for some people, it's fashion. They put on a, a bright top and they feel their best. But for, for people, gals like you and I, it's, yeah. it is beauty. And it's not vanity. It's just how you see yourself or how you want yeah. to see yourself to a yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. You know? It helps us to to get through the day and, and smile and be happy. And do you know what? That works for me. So that works anyway. for me too. Well, I'm so sorry we're out of time. I could have chatted to you for hours. Oh, we will so have to do this so in person. We will. One day. We have, we'll have to go Marion and have, have <gasps> the beauty chats. Oh, we um, will. It was an absolute pleasure, Kathy. And I'm, yeah, really, really hope I get to meet you in real life soon. And this has been Absolutely. a perfect kickoff for the new season because it's, it's about everything the glow up is about. It's about kind of beauty as armor and fun yeah. and frivolity. And, and, and loving so ourselves, loving ourselves, loving ourselves, that's our key. A best of luck with book twenty-three. Thank you, <laughs> you're amazing. It's I'll so be waiting with bated breath. Gorgeous talking to you, my darling. And you take gorgeous care. talking and to you. You too. write that book, right? You will write the book. It doesn't have to be now. So don't beat yourself up about yes, it. That's my new right. thing. Doesn't have to Thank be now. You. Okay, you're very kind. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Love, my darling. All right, talk to you again. Bye. And thank Bye. you to everybody for tuning in. I'll be back in a fortnight with another gorgeous guest.